What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Built Different Podcast, our mission to spark hope, encouragement, and motivation in and through your life today. When you finish a podcast, our hope is that our community would be inspired to live different, to live freely and boldly because of the love of Jesus. We'll be your hosts. I'm Zach. And I'm Brooke. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to this week's edition of the Built Different Podcast. You guys, I hope you're as excited about today as I am, because let me tell you something. We're bringing in my good friend and one of, if not the very best motivational speaker of our day and age, Inky Johnson. You guys, you do not want to miss all the nuggets of wisdom that he's about to share. You better buckle your seatbelt because we are about to hit the ground running. And I'm telling you, it is straight octane and fire and passion that is coming out of Inky's mouth as always. But you guys, I'll never forget the very first time I heard of Inky Johnson. I was actually playing baseball at the time for Liberty University and it was in the off season. I was actually training. I was working out at home. And when I work out, I don't know about you guys, a lot of people listen to music, but I actually listen to motivational speeches because I, you know, not only does it motivate me in the lift or the conditioning at hand, but also I feel like it helps me grow holistically, right? Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and all these different aspects of my life and pushes me to grow physically, of course. But as I'm listening, across comes this guy that I've never seen, I've never heard of on my phone. And he's telling the story about how he was a destined first round draft pick. I'm talking, this is a guy that comes from, you know, very rough and humble beginnings, but God had it in his purpose to give him the ability to play this game called football, which he fell in love with. And then all of a sudden, as he's a destined first round draft pick, like I said, in the second game of his season, right before he's about to get picked up and make millions of dollars, a routine tackle not only ends the game for him, not only ends the season for him, but ultimately ends his career and ultimately takes his life. That's who Inky Johnson is. But Inky, you see, has found out and utilized the pain that he has gone through to find a greater purpose and perseverance and persistency in and through his entire life. He is what I think about when I think of motivation. He is what I think about when I think of inspiration. And I'll never forget running out of the gym and asking my dad, saying, Dad, have you ever heard of the name Inky Johnson? And he said, no, I don't think so. And I said, well, let me tell you something. Even though you've never heard of it, I promise you, you will never forget it. Inky Johnson, you guys, is the type of guy that even if you haven't heard his name, I promise you, after listening to his testimony and his entire talk and all the message that he's about to share with us today, I promise you'll never forget his name. My friends, help me introduce Mr. Inky Johnson. Inky, thank you so much for joining us today, man. My guy. Hey, man. It's, it's an extreme, extreme honor, man. I'm so grateful for you. Thanks for the opportunity. Man, Inky, always so thankful for you as well, my friend. Always a pleasure getting the opportunity to sit down with you, um, just to pick your brain, to hear from your heart. I know God has done so many amazing things in and through your life. And fun fact for all the listeners, I'm Inky's like one of his biggest fans, biggest supporters for those that oh, don't know. God. But also, Inky, you were actually one of our first <laughs> guests on the Built Different podcast wow. nearly a year ago today. So man, we had to bring you nice. back for round two. 
But man, it was so fun seeing you, Lynchburg, Virginia, just a couple weekends ago at our Ignite Men's Impact Weekend. God showed up in a powerful way as he always does. You moved and you stirred hearts with your story. But just up front, Inky, one thing I love about you, you're not only one of the greatest motivational speakers of our day, but you are unashamed of your faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I appreciate that, man. You're so outspoken. But just up front, what is God taught you throughout your journey and what is he continually teaching you when it comes to his faithfulness in the hills and the valleys of our lives absolutely um i think you said it man just in terms of you know god's faithfulness right through the hills and the valleys throughout our lives i think one of the greatest things that god has taught me along my my personal journey is just patience Hmm. Zach. you know when you're young you want to control everything, yeah. right? We got our plans. We got our goals, our dreams, our ambitions, our things that we want to accomplish. Mm. And so the greatest tragedy in my life ended up becoming the greatest blessing of my life. Mm. And I always say to people often, it's not punishment, it's preparation, mm. right? And what I mean by that is when things happen to us that we don't expect or things don't go the way that we want them to go or adversity and opposition shows up, it doesn't always feel good, right? right? Growth is a, is a cute thing to talk about, mm. but growth doesn't always feel good, right? Mm. Growth is sometimes messy, right? Growth is sometimes embarrassing. Mm. Growth is sometimes painful, right? Sometimes you got to grow through things that you never imagined yourself going through. You got to grow through those things. And so with my injury and what happened, right, it was the toughest moment of my life. Mm. But on the opposite side of that, it, I, I often talk about it, Zach, and say, It was like I had made it to the top of the mountain, Mm. right? I had been climbing, fighting, working. I made it to the top, and then I just got knocked all the way back to the bottom, right? right? And at the bottom, in the valley, is where I found God, Mm. right? His faithfulness, where I found out God had an incredible plan for my life, where I found out it was even sweeter on the opposite end, but I had to be patient, and I had to look at it with the right perspective to understand that God had an incredible plan for my life. Whew. Man, what a start. You're talking about patience, right? It's easy to praise God on the mountaintop, but can you praise him in the valley, right? Can you do that in the darkest moments of your life? And Inky, you know, as we go into the second question, I think something that resonates with so many people about your story in particular is that of the pain that you've endured, right? We all go through tough seasons of life. We all go through storms and difficulties and challenge. And you, man, going from, right, pursuing your dreams, you're about to get that opportunity at the NFL, right? You're about to get paid. And then all of a sudden, one simple hit changes the trajectory of your life. It didn't only end a game, but ended the career and potentially almost ended your life. And so, Inky, there is no reason why you didn't have to play that. You play the victim card, right? A lot of people in the psychology world, they get beaten, right? Life gives them a knockout punch, and they're just laying on the canvas of the ring that we call life. And it's so difficult trying to help people understand, right? Hey, yes, life can be unfair. And yeah, it's difficult. And maybe that's not the way it should be. But now you have to take responsibility to get back up. Inky, what would you say to that person today that's identifying with that mindset maybe of a victim? Yeah, man, it's it's tough, right? Because like you said, like, like, when things happen, I think when we can't control things, we often resort back to having an excuse, yeah. right? We often resort back to having an excuse because we want to justify mm-hmm. the things that we don't understand. Right. And so I always say to people, don't try to understand it, 
Mm. Right. When things don't go your way, when you get hit by life, when you get the knockout blow, when you encounter something that you never thought you would encounter, don't try to understand it right away. Mm. Right. Because oftentimes we want to know why. Why did this happen to me? Right? right. Why did this happen to my loved one? Why did I lose this? Why did this not go my way? Don't try to understand it. Survive the moment. Mm. Right. Take all the energy, all the focus, all the effort. Right. All the fight, all the faith, all the hope, all the belief mm. and survive the moment. Right. Mm. Survive the blow. This is not the time to step back with the lens and the perspective to say, all right, let me try to understand this. It's a time and a place for that. Right. But when the blow first happens, that's not the time and place for that. Mm. That's the time to survive. It, right. That's You're going right. to be in a, a season of survival. Then once you survive the moment and you get to a place of peace, it was like when my injury first happens, I, I couldn't go out and share what happened to me. Right. I couldn't even go to a game. Mm. Bro, I had to watch the games in a hotel room by myself. I couldn't go to the games. Right. I just wasn't in that place. Mm. Right? right. My disposition wasn't in that place. My mindset wasn't in that place. If I would have went to watch a game, I probably would have cried the whole time. If a right. reporter would have came up to me and asked me a question, I wouldn't have been able to explain it. I didn't understand it. Mm. But once I got to a place of peace, then I could look back and say, all right, man, I can see how God used this. I can see how God used this. Mm. I can see how God was working in that person's life as a result of what happened to me. Mm. But I couldn't try to understand it immediately. I had to survive. And once you survive it, then you start to understand it. Mm. And then once you understand it, there's this quote my grandmother used to say to me all the time as a young man. When you know better, you do better. Mm. Right. And so once you understand it, when you know better, you do better. So once you understand it, now you go out and you use it to add value to the lives of others in the environments that you go into. Man, that's powerful, Inky. Survive it first before you try Absolutely. to understand it. And I think, like you said, so often, man, people always ask those why questions, right? Why would you allow this to happen to me? Out of anger and frustration, right? Because they don't get yeah. it. And they're trying to understand, like you said. But then it, it's reframing those questions into what? What can I learn through yeah. this? What can I do in the midst of this, right? Constantly, like you said, yeah. trying to better yourself to then give and pour out into other people's lives. Inky, one word that I've always heard you talk about a lot is that of character. I've heard you say, characters defined on the days when you don't feel like doing what you once said you would do. And I believe, man, that that helps forge individuals through difficult seasons of life. And what forges people through the tragedies, right, is understanding, like you said, maybe their why or their purpose has to be greater, right, than a game of football, than something like that. It has to be greater than us. Inky, what would you say to the person out there who's struggling to even understand what their why is? Mm-hmm. Man, like, you nailed it, right? Like, in terms of character, integrity, man, stand true to what you said you would do, but not just in the good times, right? Yeah. In the tough times. I think that's just the true, that's the true press of character, mm. right? Can you stay true to what you said you would do long after the mood that you set it in has left, yeah. right? Because we all encounter moments that we don't like, Right. We all encounter moments that don't play in our favor. Mm. Can we still do right in the midst of that? But I always say to people, man, like people don't burn out, quit and underachieve in life because of what they do. Mm. People burn out, quit and underachieve because life makes them forget why they do it. And so oftentimes when we go in search of our why and why we want to do what we do, it's always challenged. Mm. Right. By opposition, by adversity. I firmly believe it's a right to passage, yeah. meaning things you have to go through. I tell people all the time, man, what God is trying to do for you is so great and so mm. grand, right? What, where God is trying to take you, like it's so incredible. Yeah. It's so phenomenal. 
right? That you have to go through opposition, challenges, stresses, uncertainties of life. So when you arrive at that point, and we're constantly going to develop, but when you arrive at that point for your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, the person that you're striving to become, we're never complete beings. We're always evolving. But once you start to accomplish some of the things, once God starts blessing you in ways that you never imagined, right? The adversity and the opposition is what helps you to continue to press forward, mm. right? If you never went through anything, Zach, if I never went through anything, I wouldn't appreciate blessings the same way. That's right. Right? If I never encountered certain opposition and challenges, I probably wouldn't appreciate my wife and my children mm. the same way, right? If I never lost certain things along the journey, I probably would never appreciate the blessings the same way. If my faith never had to get fortified through the fire, I probably never would show up and live my life the same way. If I never had to encounter situations and circumstances that people gave me empathy and grace, I probably would never give other people empathy and grace the same way. Mm. In life, we get what we give. Mm. But more often than not, we waste experiences when they don't show up in the form of which we expect. Wow. And so I always say to people, man, stay true to what you said you were going to do. Whenever you go in search or pursuit or quest of something, Always step back and look at the situation and say, okay, God, what is this going to turn me into? Mm. In terms of my why, my purpose, my beliefs, will I stay true to it in, in the result of opposition and adversity and challenges and uncertainty? Mm. Who is it turning you into? That's right. I that's your character. That's it, man. That's your character. And like you're saying, the process is the product, right? The difficulties, the challenges yes, of life, what we're going through, that brings great value to us because without it, there would be no growth. Just like you're saying, Inky, and I think that's powerful in the sense of you said, I appreciate that, right? And that form of appreciation, almost in my opinion, turns into a form of the humility that you carry yourself with. You know, I've heard it said that humility is not thinking less of yourself, but it's thinking of yourself less. And so something I truly believe is that humility, in a sense, is having that posture or that spirit within the heart of feeling overwhelmed with thankfulness or gratefulness, right? Because we're so undeserving, of what God then blesses us mm. with. Like you said, you're appreciative of what God has blessed yeah. you with because of where you come from. And almost every elite athlete, when I think of it and relate it to sports, right? Everybody almost comes across with this sense of undeserving mentality. I think of Michael Jordan. He was always asked, what makes you the greatest in the peak of his career? And he would always say, Inky, well, to be honest with you guys, I was cut my sophomore year of high school. I don't even deserve to be here. I think of LeBron. He's always asked, man, mm. when he's asked about his greatness, he said, man, I'm just some kid from Akron. I don't deserve this. Thank you. When I think of you being one of the greatest motivational speakers of our day and of our age, when I think of where you came from, what is the power behind remembering where you came from? Mm, man, like, 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 man, if I could be honest, like, I never imagined. Right. Right. I never thought that God could use me in the ways that God has been using me. Right. Like, I never thought. I never saw it. Like, people often see me speak, Zach, and they're like, man, did you know? Like, did you have a plan to pivot to do this? I'm like, not at all. I thought after my career ended, I was going to become a coach. Mm. I tried everything but this. Like, I never wanted to speak. It, it never crossed my radar. They put me in public speaking in college. I dropped the class on the second day. Zach, <laughs> like, I despised it. Right? Never wanted anything to do with it. Wow. And so I feel, I feel such a sense of gratitude to the creator, man. I feel such a sense of like just humbleness to God that God mm. thought enough of me to use me. But more importantly, Zach, God trusted me. Mm. 
I feel like God trusted me with the opposition. That's right. I feel like God trusted me with the adversity. And so God said, I know you're going to handle it in the right way, son. Mm -hmm. So now I can take you around the world, take you around the country, because I know you got the character and the posture and the disposition to use this in the right way, mm -hmm. to go out, to serve as a blessing to other people and to add value to the world in honor of me and bring glory to me. Mm -hmm. I feel honored. And so every opportunity I get, it's like, God, I got you. Yeah. Right. I look at it like when I was in the huddle with my teammates and I'm like, hey, bro, when you crash that gap, if I'm blitzing, I got you, man. I'm going to hold down my assignment. Mm. And so when I live my life every single day and I get opportunities to witness, I get opportunities to go serve. I look at it like me and God saying, all right, ready, break. God, I got you. That's it. Let's go, man. You thought enough of me. Mm. Right. Little old me from east side of Atlanta, two bedroom mm. home, 14 people born to a mother at 16. Mm. You thought enough of me to trust me. Yeah. I got you. Mm. Yeah, man, that's powerful. Like, you know, I always say when I'm speaking that pressure is a privilege, right? Sometimes yeah, when God puts yeah. us in these high pressure situations, when the difficulties of life come our way, what if instead of asking him, why me, right? Why mm. not me? You know what I mean? Yes, what sir. if he chose you? Like you said, what if you were chosen to journey mm. through life? And what if he chose you specifically to be one of his chosen soldiers to say, I want to journey alongside of you in the deepest and darkest pits and valleys just to show you my faithfulness and to show you what I can bring you out of, right? And remind you of his faithfulness because of your obedience. And what's funny as you say that, Inky, is that you are a coach. You still are a coach, right? You're coaching people. It may not be in the form of a football field or a baseball field, whatever that looks like, even though it may with your son, Inky Jr., right? But <laughs> at the same time, you're coaching people through life, and that's the biggest Absolutely. game of them all, man. So we can't thank you enough for Absolutely. that. Inky, you're a competitor. I know you are that. You understand the grit, the grind, the passion it takes to push yourself to the next level, both in sports but also in life. And, you know, as you're talking to your kids, I know you got two kids that are both athletes. They're both pushing themselves. You're a constant learner yourself. You have a master's yeah. in sports psychology, so you get it. Man, what would you say to the listener out there of what it takes to truly separate yourself from the rest of the pack? Yeah, man, so it's, it's seasons – it's seasons and it's time and places for certain things. Yeah. And so it's time and places. It's just like with the world. I often think about it in terms of like the good book, the Bible says there's a time and a season for everything under the heavens. Right. Sure. And so as a competitor, mm -hmm. there's a time and a season to push, persevere, mm -hmm. be dedicated, be committed. And there's a time and a place for grace, compassion and empathy mm -hmm. and learning when that time and place is. That's leadership. Right. right. Learning how to lead, learning how to look at certain people and understanding what buttons to push, understanding what gets certain individuals going, understanding how they view what they're doing and what they're a part of. Mm -hmm. And so with me, it's always looking at things with the understanding of how can this make not only me better, but those that I'm connected to better. Mm -hmm. Right. With the level of grace, with the level of patience, with the level of understanding. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when we talk competitors, if we're not careful Zach, we can go down this road of toxic, right. right, mindset. We can go down this road of self-sabotaging. Mm -hmm. We can go down this road of being so hard on ourselves that the mindset, the spirit, the disposition that we take and apply to a sport, it can carry over and bleed over into other areas and aspects of our lives. Mm -hmm. If we're not careful, right, we can take this spirit that we apply to a sport and it can go out and it can infect and I say infect, infect other areas and aspects of our lives in an unhealthy manner. Right. And so when we look at this thing as a competitor, man, it's great to be a competitor, mm -hmm. but make sure we're a healthy competitor. 
physically and mentally and doing things the right way and never forgetting, right? I often say to athletes all the time, you act like you guys gift to the game. Mm. and not that God has gifted you to play the game, Wow! right? You act like you guys gift to the game mm. and not that God has gifted you to play the game. Mm. And I think when competitors understand the difference, mm. now, like my, like my uncle say, now we cooking with grease, baby. Now we <laughs> now cooking, we with, cooking grease. with grease. I love that. Yeah, man, man. That's powerful because like you said, a lot of competitors get lost with their identity in the Absolutely. game, their identity in their performance. They start living that result-driven life. And that is a, that's a miserable place to be because you find your acceptance uh, and your worth and your value in a wins and losses column, right? And that's not what it is. Uh, you're so much greater than that. It is tough. Like you're saying, one thing you mentioned was that it's always got to be bigger than you for other people, to benefit other people. And something I think you and I both understand, not only in sports but in life, is that, that there's power in relationships. Nothing gets done Absolutely. apart from healthy, meaningful relationships. You can give it everything you got. You can give it all the time and the mm -hmm. effort, but if you don't have somebody pushing you, somebody walking alongside of you, you ain't going to get very far in life. You know, there's an old riddle, Inky, that says, how the turtle get on top of the fence? The answer, mm. someone put him there right? Yeah, Inky, man, that's good. Tell me about the power and significance of others in your life and how God has strategically placed people along your journey. I think of your family. I think of your elementary football coach. I think of Oak right now with the podcast and everything yeah, you guys are doing. Yeah. But tell me about some people that have helped influence you and push you to the heights that you are at today. You know, there's a quote, Zach, that says, I come as one, but I stand as 10,000, mm. right? And the significance and the context of it is that of, like, you may see me, but I am the product, the beliefs, and the faith of other people that saw things in me when I couldn't see it in myself. Wow. And so I've been so fortunate, man. Yeah. Like, I'm extremely grateful. From the time I was a kid, even until now, I've always had people that God placed in my life, and I feel strategically, to help me develop, to help me grow that saw things in me when I couldn't see it in myself. Mm. And I'm thankful that I had the faith, the belief, and the patience to trust them, yeah. to understand that they had my best interests at heart. Like I've always been connected to community at different phases and stages of my life because mm. I feel as if it's power in community, right. right? You need other people around you, right? We all have blind spots. Mm. We all have things that we can't see, right? We all have areas that we need to work on and grow and evolve. And so I think it's power in community, having people around you, that care enough about you to help you grow and you can do the same for them. Mm. Like people often ask me, Zach, like, they say, man, do you miss playing football? Right. Like, do you miss it? And of course, naturally I miss it because I yeah. did it for so long. I loved right. it. Like naturally I miss it. Mm. But the part of it that I miss, if I ask the average person, hey man, what part of it do you think I miss? I would say nine out of 10 people would probably get it wrong mm. because they would say, man, going to Bama, going to Florida, going to LSU, yeah. Playing a night game, playing it. And all of those things were great. They were yeah. phenomenal experiences. But the part that I missed most was the camaraderie. The part that I missed most was us growing through opposition and adversity. The part that I missed mm -hmm. most is having a common goal and common purpose. The part that I missed most, when one of my guys would be ready to quit and tap out, yeah. I'm like, nah, man, rip my passion until you get strong enough to possess your own. I got you mm -hmm. today. And they would do the same for me. That was community. Right. My injury, I had people around me that assisted me and helped me get back on my feet. Mm. Right. And so I think community and having people around us that see the best in us and can help us grow. I think that's everything. Mm. Man, it's inevitable. Like you said, being a former college athlete myself, it's so 
people ask me that same question all the time too. Like, do you miss being out there on the mound? Do you miss competing? I'm like, yeah, of course I miss it, right? I love that. But it's the camaraderie. It's the guys. It's the memories. And family, like you said, family is built through struggle, right? Going through the ringer together, the tough seasons. That's what you miss. That's what you always want to hold on to. Relationships are truly everything. Man, Inky, I I could talk to you, brother, all day. I'm sitting here just writing notes down, man. I'm so thankful for you. But, dude, as we, you know, come to a close um, with all the wisdom and all the passion that God has given you just for everything that you're doing and everything that you're continuing to excel to the top at doing, um, you know, there's a listener out there, though, today, Inky, who's struggling, right? They need some encouragement. Um, They've experienced pain. Life is not fair. They're deeply wounded. They want to get back up, but, dude, they don't even know how to. Inky, what has God placed on your heart um, in this moment for that specific person that will maybe help spark some hope, encouragement, and motivation in their life today? Yeah, man, I would say, um, first and foremost, man, understand that you're worth it, mm. right? Like, understand that you're worth it. But also, I went through a period in my life, man, to where I tell people all the time, uh, my faith was on trial. Yeah. You know, like, I almost lost my hope, I almost lost my belief. Because I found myself in a seasons act to where it's pretty much like you're describing. I had never been in that place and space before. Yeah. Like I couldn't control it, right? I, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand why God had took me to the highest of highs, playing football, college football, you know, access, exposure, a couple games away from making it to the NFL, to getting injured, to losing my dream, to bringing me all the way back to Atlanta, mm-hmm. to the same neighborhood I grew up in, with nothing. I just couldn't fathom that God had took me that high to bring me right back to the place that I had just came from. Wow. And I was trying different things and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget one day, I tell the Oprah story all the time, right? Yeah. And you guys can look it up, but I tell the Oprah story all the time. And I talk about how I left Atlanta with my book and I went up to Chicago just on a whim, right? Mm-hmm. To meet Oprah, to give her my book, right? Mm-hmm. And it happened. Just on a whim. I didn't know anybody in Oprah's camp. I didn't know anybody at Harpo Studios. I just did it on a whim. Hmm. And it happened. And people would often ask me, hey, man, did any, anything come out of that Oprah story? Like, did you book club, her show, anything? I was like, nothing came out of it with Oprah, but everything came out of it. Wow. Because at that point in my life, Zach, what I was trying to do was I needed to know that God was still walking with me. I needed to know that I was still being guided. That seven-year-old kid that came from Kirkwood, Mm. I was still being guided by God, and God had an incredible plan for my life. Mm. And so when God took me from Atlanta to Chicago on a whim and put me front and center with Oprah (laughs) and put my book in her hand, I didn't need anything to come out of it with Oprah. That was all the confirmation I needed, that God was still walking with me. Mm. And I'm here to tell the person that's struggling today, God is still walking with you. That's right hasn't forgotten about you in the midst of opposition in the midst of God is still walking with you in the midst of trouble. God is still walking with you, Mm. right? I know it may be hard to get up right now. Continue to fight the good fight. Most importantly, don't try to understand it right now. Mm. Just survive it. And once you survive it and get to a place of peace, then you put the lens and the frames on and you try to understand it. And once Mm. you understand it, when we know better, we do better. We go out and we share it to add value to other environments and other people because the word tells us we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Mm. Once you survive it and you get that testimony from it, go share it so it can serve as a blessing to someone else. Keep fighting. 
Amen, Inky, man. That's powerful stuff, my brother. I always said, in the absence of clarity, there is an invitation to intimacy with God. In Galatians 6, 9, one of my favorite verses, do not grow weary in doing what is right, for in due time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Just like Inky Johnson said, do not give up. Inky, where can we find out more about you? Where can our listeners go to listen to your podcast? Give us some more info about all the stuff that you're doing. Yes, sir. So my website is inkyjohnson.com. Uh, all social media platforms. Inky Johnson Motivate on Instagram specifically. Yeah. Inky Johnson on YouTube and across all podcast platforms. Yeah. My podcast is Serendipity with Inky Johnson. Man, I tell you guys, all the listeners, you guys need to go check out all the Inky's doing, especially listen to Serendipity. I listen to it all the time. Oh I pull quotes from my guy Inky all the time. But Inky, <laughs> dude, I am so thankful for you. I'm thankful for our friendship. I'm thankful for all that you've done and poured into my life uh, specifically. And I'm so thankful that you chose to get back up and to never give up. Inky Johnson, thank you so much for your time and thank you for joining us today. My guy, I'm honored, grateful to God for you, man. Thank you for the opportunity to serve. Appreciate you, Ink. My bro. Man, everybody, I don't know about you guys, but Inky is one of the greatest communicators, the greatest motivational speakers. I mean, every time I get the opportunity of interacting with him or every time I get the opportunity of listening to him, whether it's on his podcast, Serendipity, whether it's at a speaking engagement, I mean, whatever it is, just being able to hear the wisdom that he has and all the experiences that he has gone through that have not just brought challenge and difficulty to his life, but he used his pain and it became his greatest passport to taking him to heights that he could have never fathomed. I mean, you heard it in the interview. He said, Zach, I would have never guessed it, man. But God, two of my favorite words in all of scripture and just in life in general, we can never limit the power of God in our daily lives. And I think that's exactly what Inky's story reminds me of. And one thing I want to highlight as we close it's something that Inky shared continuously throughout that interview. And it was, my friends, you don't always have to understand your pain. Sometimes we first have to survive our pain. And then we can look back and try to understand it. And then guess what? Once we do understand it, then we can use that and instill it and give it to the world and give it to other individuals that are going through maybe some of the same challenges and experiences that we have but ultimately we can use that pain and turn it into something really really good that's what inky has done he has used his pain and found his greatest purpose because of it you guys I'm telling you, if you don't know that much about Inky, please go listen to more things that he has had the opportunity of touching and interacting on, whether that's his podcast, whether that's his website, go listen to him live at a speaking engagement, whatever it is, please go get some more of my good friend, Inky Johnson. He is a blessing. And like I said, you may not have known his name before today, but I promise you after today, you will never forget it. You guys, you do not want to miss our very special Easter episode next week with Pastor Clayton King. It is so near and dear to my heart. You'll find that out next Tuesday when we release it. But I'm telling you, it is powerful to hear about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And to know that he not only lives, but guess what? If you confess by word of mouth... And if you confess in your heart, and if you believe that God did send his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to pay the death on the cross, 
and to rise again so that we may spend eternity with him. If you believe, my friends, he not only lives, but he lives within you. I hope you will join us for that very special Easter episode next week. My friends, we love you. And as always, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time on the Built Different Podcast. Podcast.